0: Hey, this is Patrick. I'm here for the first Deep Astrology podcast of 2024. So I hope your December was nice. Whatever you were celebrating, if you were celebrating anything, I hope it was nice and uh, hope you're in a good mindset for the upcoming year. So I've got some... uh, Stuff that's that is in the works, and it's very apropos of uh, Capricorn season. And what I see going on here in Capricorn season, uh, the energy is very nice for you know trying to get uh, a jump start on uh, various projects, and you know, so we get into the uh, cliche of new year's resolutions i don't want to talk about new year's resolutions but uh you know there is a reason why in capricorn season you know we are all of a sudden wanting to make lists of stuff to do you know that we want to do like on a regular basis to improve our lives whether it be financially or uh education wise or health wise yes it's the beginning of a new calendar year, Uh, but I think really it has more to do with the energy of of Capricorn, you know, and if it wasn't for Christmas and New Year's, we'd probably be making those lists earlier, you know, but we've got these uh, celebrations to get out of the way, which really, astrologically speaking, really feel like they should be, you know, moved back into Sagittarius season it would make a lot more sense astrologically but here we are uh i want to talk about trying to have some kind of uh discipline in our lives it, it, i think is fraught with uh almost a sense of trauma for a lot of us you know uh, when we were raised uh be it you know family school church uh You know there was a lot of having uh, a feeling of a, a structure being laid on us that we had to conform to and i think not productive in a lot of cases obviously some structure is necessary you know we've got to uh you want to teach your kids to look both ways crossing the street and and stuff like that you know you want to protect them but yeah, I think that structure, you know, is at least uh, unproductive, but it can be actually very, very hurtful uh, in, in the way that it's applied. And of course, it also comes down to who we are as individuals and, and uh, looking at our charts. And if we are already a highly Uranian individual, then, you know, that structure uh, is is not going to work if it's felt that it's being imposed on us from the outside. Uh, if you've got this issue, you can look in your chart and, you know, look at your Uranus, look at your Saturn. Uh, are they square to each other? Or do you have like Saturn square to your Mars or your Sun or, uh, you know, different stuff like that. Your your, your Moon's in, in Uranus, uh, but your Sun's in, in Capricorn. That's me. <laughs> So right away there's uh there's a conflict there. And yeah, so we you know we need to we want to be successful, we want to be happy and we realize that part of that is discipline and and developing helpful habits. And so we want to figure out a way to do that that's going to work for us that doesn't feel like it's a punishment or something imposed on us from from the outside. So, you know, it it's very sad and it gets, you know, it's frustrating because you you can, on your own accord, you know, want to impose some structure on yourself to improve things in your life. And then that structure starts to feel like it's been imposed on you from the outside, you know, so how do we work with that. How, how do we uh, get around that? And that's been a big issue for me. And so uh, I think this is a good time of year to talk about it. And it's it's a pretty good month to make some headway with it, uh, you know, for a couple of reasons. We're going to have a bunch of planets in Capricorn at the same time. So a lot of that Capricornian energy, uh, and they're not like a lot of you know difficult squares or anything that we've got to worry about you know too much um there'll be a few i guess to you know there'll be squares to the nodes uh but we will have uh mars in there which is exalted in capricorn you know so we're going to have a nice forward moving energy and also uh, all these planets as they move through capricorn they're going to try and jupiter in the first decan which is in taurus and then they're going to try and uranus in the second decan of taurus so bringing in some nice taurian energy and i think what that does is it it brings in the idea of 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 pleasure to uh an area where you know we don't really think to add that in but i think if you can You know whatever like like let's say you want to do uh exercise i mean this is kind of a the easiest example and i think a lot of people already understand this you know around exercise and you could say it around diet too but you know with exercise you know just find something that you enjoy doing that that uh also uh, requires some exertion you know so it might be something as simple as taking a hike uh you're more likely to keep it up, just because you like doing it, you know, that's pretty simple so the, the there's some nice energy, as I said, you know from the all, like multiple trines, we've got uh, all these planets will be trining uh, two different planets at two different times in Taurus, bringing in that Taurian energy to these Saturnian projects you know, so they don't have to be uh, it doesn't have to be all work and no play. In other words, you know, we're, we we want to bring in some of that uh Venus pleasure principle. Uh, one thing that helped me, and I don't know if this is in the astrology so much, but one thing that helped me is a book called uh, Mini Habits, which I I read uh I don't know six seven years ago, and the idea of it is real simple. I mean, I may be oversimplifying it, uh. But basically, whatever you want to do, pick something you want to do every day, preferably, and and just make uh, make a commitment to do something that you know, without a shadow of a doubt, that you're going to do. That it, that it's easier for you to do. So say it's exercise. You know, make the commitment to do one push up, or you know what whatever, you know you can you can do more than that, but. Just saying, as an example, um, something, you know, beyond the shadow of a doubt. So, you know, probably shouldn't take too much time. Probably be something you could do in a few minutes at the most. And, and you know, shouldn't be too, take too much effort. And the idea is, is that once you do that thing, you're probably going to end up doing more. Uh, and it, it's pretty simple. It's a pretty simple kind of way to... It, yeah, I guess we're just kind of tricking ourselves. Because um, once you start doing it, it's it's not that hard to continue doing it. Uh, and the one caveat that I remember from the book is if if you are successful in doing that mini habit for a while, and then you notice, you know, instead of doing one push-up, you you know, you're always doing at least 10 push-ups a day or, or, or whatever. Um, you're going to want to uh, up up the mini habit. And it it's, you know, not a good idea uh, to up it too much. I mean, you might go from one push-up to two push-ups. Again, just to pick a stupid example. But... Uh, yeah, don't try and set it up to the minimum that you're, you're doing. Uh, b- because the whole idea is, it's just, it's got to be something that you really can't fail to do. So, have a go with that. And uh, I think the mini habit idea, and also the idea of bringing in, again, that, that Venusian energy, which is available this month to uh whatever project you're doing you know make it pleasurable make it fun you know we've got those trines to jupiter so you know make it expansive we got those trines to uranus so um you know bring in that creative energy you know bring in you know something that's uh a little bit electrifying a little bit different you know, spice it up with, with that uranium energy, um, and yeah, I mean that's, you know, I'll I'll go through some of the uh, some of the dates here, but I mean that's my basic view of of January. I know it's not like terribly exciting, but if you if you listen to my twenty twenty four and beyond podcast that I did a couple of weeks ago then you'll know that, you know, we've got some pretty intense astrology coming up. So it's, you know, I'm really totally fine with having the next five or six weeks, you know, being pretty staid and, and uh, you know, fairly boring and just kind of getting some stuff done, you know, uh, before uh, it, it hits the fan, because I think it's going to, you know, hit the fan with... Um, particularly this, this uh, April 8th eclipse, I found out also that uh, besides being exactly conjunct Chiron, uh, this eclipse will... there. There's also a, a, a comet, and I forget the name of it, it's like Pons something, Pons dash something, and it has a 72-year cycle, and it's going to be visible during the eclipse. So, you know, that is sort of um, an event that we really can't even talk about, you know, intelligently. I mean, to I, I'm i not going to try and make any kind of predictions with that. But, you know, it's, so this comet will be visible in the daytime during the eclipse. You know, I think it's actually Fairly near the eclipse in the sky. Don't quote me on that, but it's it's a pretty uh, unprecedented event, and it's it's definitely uh, like a major wild card astrologically. You know, we just so you know, uh, it it's good to have a few boring months. You know, I, I I'm I'm totally okay with that. So today is the second and mercury just went direct so that's probably why i'm getting this podcast out because i took two weeks to do a podcast and this mercury retrograde was like right through my sun and actually it had stationed near, near my own mercury so that was kind of affecting me um so now that mercury's direct in Sage. Mars is at 28 degrees Sag, so in in two days on the 4th is when Mars enters Capricorn. So I think with those two events, the Mercury direct, Mars entering Sag, and we had Jupiter go direct uh, on the 30th, I believe, of of December, uh, you know, that's a lot of forward momentum. And it's just going to keep building. Because like I said, we've uh, we've got those trines, to a couple of planets in Taurus actually, the the new moon on looks like the 11th here uh, is going to be trine Uranus so the, the new moon is at 21 degrees Capricorn or 20 degrees 20 degrees Capricorn and uh, so it's just it's very close trine to Uranus so again you know, bringing in that nice Taurian energy. You know, a little bit of a wild card there with with Uranus, but definitely, I think softening up that that Capricornian Saturnian edge. um, You know, with 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 the Taurus, so, uh, and then uh, on the fourteenth. Uh, around there, we've got Mercury entering Capricorn. So again, we're building that uh, Capricornian energy. And then I think, yeah, right before before the full moon on the 23rd, we've got Venus in uh, Capricorn, although the sun has left Capricorn and, and Pluto has left Capricorn. But we still got three planets in Capricorn, including Mars, which is exalted. And, uh, yeah, now and we have our big uh, Sun-Pluto conjunction right as Pluto enters Aquarius. That's so really interesting. It's like the Sun is escorting Pluto into Aquarius. And then a few days later, we get a full moon at uh, 5 degrees. The Sun's at 5 degrees Aquarius, so pretty close to the Pluto at, at 0 degrees. And the moon's in, in Leo, of course. So, you know, we may see some of the Pluto issues I talked about uh, in that twenty twenty four podcast come up around around this full moon. You know, Aquarius versus Leo. It's 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 really that uh, classic collective uh, versus individual expression, and with Pluto conjunct the sun uh, you know feels like there's a little bit more power and uh, force uh, on, on the side of Aquarius and, and the Sun. you know so we may see some some issues come up around that. Um, and that that seems to be a theme. Uh, I talked about that theme with uh, Chiron in Aries. it's a very similar theme. I mean, that will be a theme of Pluto in, in uh, Aquarius, definitely. So so that brings us up to the 25th or 26th. The only other major thing I want to talk about is, well, right, right there on the, I think, 27th, is Uranus goes direct. So that is, you know, finally everything direct for several months until uh the next time Mercury goes retrograde which I believe is in in April or might might be late March it it goes uh retrograde in in Aries so I don't I don't have the date of that right you know in my consciousness but um so we've got at least you know a good a good two months let's say uh of everything going direct And then just to go forward a little more is the all those planets uh, all those personal planets mars mercury and venus are still in cap mercury is going to enter aquarius on the fifth and then we'll have mars in cap all the way up until the 13th 12th 12th 13th um you know depending on on where you are so we've got that again just to remind you that Mars is exalted in Capricorn, and we've got that energy from the 4th, which is Thursday, I'm recording this on Tuesday the 2nd, all the way up to February 12th, so, you know, that's almost uh, six weeks, so that's that's pretty nice. I talked about the Uranus-Jupiter conjunction coming up on April 20th, so, and I talked about looking at your chart to see where where is 21 degrees of Taurus, where is, what, and what uh, house do you have uh, Taurus on the cusp of. So it might be the same house, might be two different houses. Uh, like, for instance, uh, 21 of Taurus is in my ninth house, but my ninth house cusp is actually Aries. So... My my tenth house cusp is Taurus. So, for this eclipse coming up, I'm I'm looking at both houses uh, as far as not not eclipse, but the Jupiter Uranus conjunction. And again, uh, go back to my last podcast to, to get a more of a, a rundown of this. But it it's a very expansive, kind of uh, boundary exploding, creative, paradigm shifting. Um, you know, once every 14 years alignment. And, you know, it's important to see what area of your chart it's happening in and, and kind of capitalize on that. Um, and, you know, this is the perfect time to capitalize on it for the next uh, five or six weeks, you know, is, is to take that exalted Mars in Capricorn and put that energy into you know, whatever house this, or houses this Jupiter-Uranus conjunction is, is building for you, uh, you know, that, uh, I think should create a shift, so, you know, I try to make this stuff, uh, useful, and, um, uh, I guess we'll leave it there, I just heard the air come on, so, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll leave it there, and, uh, I will say, you know, happy January, and I will be back soon with uh, more stuff. Um, I think I might do a, a thing on the inner planets because I'm doing this class locally. Uh, I call the class the Personal Planets, but it, it's on Mercury, Venus, and Mars. And I'm just rereading uh, the Liz Green book, uh, and with Howard Susportis, the called the inner planets and it's compiled from a workshop they did together and it's just amazing it's really um i i just think you know that book and their book the luminaries which is on the sun and the moon are just must-haves uh for any beginning astrologer you know some some of liz green stuff is a little dense but you know that's the great thing about it is you can keep coming back to it and and you always find new stuff and then howard's a sport uh you know covers it a little bit in a little bit more of a linear fashion you know so you'll get the basics from from howard you know and and he goes i think deeper than most himself and then you get you know just this whole extra level with liz green that uh you know you can This is my third reading of the book, and I'm still just finding, uh, you know, underlining new new stuff in it. So uh, I think that's probably what I'll do, you know, is come back with with some of that and uh, read some of that and comment on it. So, uh, yeah, have a a good week, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Take care.